0: Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here Monday through Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it one more goddamn time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it works. That's how it works. I don't got a billboard. I don't got commercials. I got you. That's it. I got you, your two ears, and your big fat mouth. And that's how you tell you you let a friend know a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. You let them know. And I keep putting out the funnies. That's how it goes. That's how the whole circle of life works. Ooh. And why don't you tag me in your Instagram story? Let's do that on a very special Wednesday episode of the podcast. Why don't you go make it your Instagram story right now? Tag me. I'll send you a heart. I'll let you know I'm seeing you. Maybe I'll repost you. Maybe, maybe. I can't promise anything. I can promise a heart because I because because I feel you in my heart. And if you're out there uh, and you haven't checked it out on YouTube, the feedback from YouTube has been very cool because I was always against YouTube. The numbers aren't as high. It's always you know. Again, this is what gets you to move when your pants don't fit. You lose some weight. So when I see YouTube land popping off a little bit, the comments, I love the comments there. I, I'm i going to answer. I'll answer any comment in the YouTube. If you comment on YouTube under this video, I will respond. Any question you have, anything, you write a question in the comment section, I'll answer it on YouTube. So that maybe that'll help get you guys on the YouTube bandwagon because I love, I love that we're doing this every day. Every day day for your quarantine content. I got a lot of emails. I'm going to do three rants. It's going to be uh coronavirus rant of the day, charcuterie chat, luxury lounge, and then I got quick hit questions. Does that all sound good to everyone here? Yeah. Oh, and and listen, if you're new to the show, I answer the emails and I give advice. I'm not an expert. I've never said I was an expert. I, I never asked for this. I, I, I never asked for this 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 issue that everyone comes to me with their issues. But listen, it's now my responsibility. And I answer the emails from my own perspective as best as I can. I get listen, all of these issues are could be answered every any way. So I'm just here to give perspective from my from my two eyes. And you know what I always say is we're all very much alike. I know right now in this crazy mixed up world we want to think that our neighbor's an evil piece of shit and we're good but really we're all 10 percent away from each other we kind of and i've been through most of these situations and i just put myself in the shoes of the people writing in so let's go to the emails very excited at gmail.com. the emails keep getting like i put aside a whole group and now my my side email group is even bigger than i, I can't even get to all these Let's do uh, J Train. When a guy sends you a picture with a baby in it, it's his niece or nephew, is there any ulterior thought to this? Yeah, I don't – this is one of those things that you'll find out after. I can't tell you the end of this movie. You need to start taking – What you need to stop – looking for one thing to turn you. I know on You Up, on my other podcast, we play a game called Red Flag Deal Breaker, but that's not how life works. You don't see one thing and then go, goodbye. It's a resume of shitty things that you're not into. That's what it is. So this to me, when someone sends me a picture with them and a baby, I go, Oh, they want to let me know they're a parent. They want to let their parent figure. They want to let me know that they're, you know, so I I I think you have to put this in the mix. A picture with a guy with his niece on its own doesn't live in a vacuum. It's a picture with a guy and his niece, and then is he has he fucked you yet? Has he not fucked you? Does he speak in language that seems like it's rehearsed and written like it's for a rom-com? Is he kind of a bullshit artist? And then all of a sudden, you know, it's not hey, oh, send me a picture, and then it's him with his niece, and he goes, oh, that was the other day, and you go, that could be fine. I, 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 That could be an honest person who's like, yeah, I just want, but if there's no mention of the niece or nephew, and then all of a sudden he's like, and here you go, and he still haven't seen his penis, um, I would say that he's a bullshit artist, and he's trying to let you know that he is a person of, but I don't think it's a reason to end things, just something to put on the resume of is this person a bullshit artist or not. So, Is this, you know, if I, if I got a picture from, from like, I do think anyone who sends you a picture that's a single person with their niece is trying to let you know, I am a parent figure. I'm thinking of these things. But again, it has to go on the resume, Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. To come shot or not to come shot, facial addition. This one's not gonna be the episode for Mommy and Daddy. Hi, Jared, thanks for keeping me sane during the quarantine. I look forward to hearing your rants every day. On to the question. And if you look forward to my rants, tag a friend. Let them know, that's a good way, little entryway. Uh, On to the question. My boyfriend asked if he could come on my face. Is this degrading? I told him I thought it was, and he didn't agree. I looked it up, and some people think it's just because guys watch a lot of porn. Others think it is, in fact, a domination tactic for sickos. Not to sound conceited, but we all are narcissists and my face is very pretty. The idea of him wanting to shoot cum all over it like it's some used up tube sock is very unsettling. On the other hand, I want to keep him I want to help him live out his sexual fantasies because I believe he'd do the same for me. What do you think? I want to do it for him, but I need your help getting over the fact that I currently perceive it as a piggish act. Well, I want to say one thing to you 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 contradict yourself I want to help him live out his sexual fantasies no you don't you, you that, that's just not the truth you if you're going to exchange if you said if, if someone because at this point the ship has sailed I would feel uncomfortable doing it to you because I know how you feel about it now that you don't like it the idea of a sexual fantasy is that you're heading into the no judgment zone with someone if you trust them enough, you have to trust them enough to leave the to go into the fantasy and then leave the fantasy. That's the whole. If you're gonna have sex with a partner, that's your boyfriend, my boyfriend. You said it's your boyfriend. So if I went to my girlfriend and I was like, "Yeah, I want to come in your face," and she was like, "Oh, <laughs> I, 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 come on, don't treat me like one of your sluts in your in your fantasies." It's like. Well, then I've been judged. I thought I was going into this zone of non-judgment where we were going to trade off sexual fantasies. So I think it's like for you, you got to look in the mirror. You're not as cool as you thought you were, and that's okay. But don't go in to your boyfriend and say, I want us to explore our fantasies and then get judgy of his fantasies. It seems like this was a conversation. It's not, I mean, it's one thing if he came to you and was like, hey, I, I've been thinking I want to come on your face and you were like, we're, we're at dinner. What's going on right now? I would understand that that's, okay, that came out of left field. But if you're like, hey, I want to like fulfill what your sexual fantasies are, what your dreams are, what, what gets you off. And he's like, hey, and he trusted you enough to tell you what gets him off. You've broken that trust. I've had this happen. I've been like, hey, f- put a finger in the butt. And then all of a sudden it's like, um, me? This finger? The one I eat my chicken tenders with? And it's like, okay, I guess we're not going to go down that road as much anymore. I guess I have to worry about being judged if I get vulnerable with you. The thing about sexual acts, so I, I think the ship has failed, uh, passed. I, I, I want to do it for him, but I need your help getting over the fact that I currently perceive it as a piggish act. I think you have, if that means you don't really trust your boyfriend. Because listen, when you have sex with someone that you're in a relationship with, you have to go to a different place with them and then come back to, hey, you want to get tied tonight? That's that has to happen. You have to leave reality with the person and then come back to reality. So for him to say for If you're in a conversation about sex and then it comes to, oh, I want to I come all over your face and you're like, I don't, well, who do you think I am? Well, I think you're the person coming with me to a fantasy world. And then we're going to come back to here where I don't come in your face and I have respect for you. And again, I'm doing this with respect because I'm asking you first. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. How do I tell my boyfriend he still needs to do nice things for me during a pandemic? Jared, I'm currently in my first relationship with a guy I met on New Year's Eve, and we've made it official around Valentine's Day. I'm 23. He turned 29 in March. Once it came time to quarantine, it really didn't make sense to do it together since we'd only been dating a little over a month. I wouldn't want to intrude on his roommates at their house slash he can't have a bit uh, have his big dog in my one bedroom apartment. I ended up going back to my parents house in the suburbs like 20 minutes from the city we live in decent sized Midwestern city so that I don't have to spend every day every waking minute alone. He's never been much of a texter, which didn't bother me before because we would spend a lot of time together in person. I've had several instances of guys texting me all day, every day for like a month, but then not wanting anything serious. So it felt like a refreshing inverse. But now that we can't see each other, it's kind of driving me crazy that on a good day we exchanged like 10 messages. I feel like I've been doing a good job trying to keep things going, even though we can't uh, hang out in person. Like when I got some six packs delivered from my local brewery, I got a pack of his favorites and brought it to him. I've been doing a lot of quarantine baking and driving uh, to deliver them. Talk to him through his door. And I always bring a cute little note, too. I'll send well curated nudes sometimes. He usually just responds with an emoji and says I'm hot. (laughs) Here's my beautiful body. Hot. Sweet thanks uh, the one time we kind of sexed it he takes like 10 minutes to respond which is too long to keep it going this all stuff uh, this is all stuff I enjoy doing it's a good distraction it makes me happy to do nice things for people I care about I'm not actively doing so so he does stuff for me but I still want him to like whatever it's fine I mean this email I mean come on come on you just why'd you tell us about other guys that text you all day that had nothing to do with this huh. I feel like we uh, like whatever. It's fine. He's if he's not into texting, I don't want to make him feel like he needs to text me all day. It's a chore. But I need something other than responding to me in a somewhat timely manner and virtually watching a movie together once a week. I don't get why he doesn't like to write me a cute note too. When I tell him I'm making a delivery or get a bottle, of, uh, get me a bottle of wine or send me flowers or food delivery or try and think of something we can do as a date other than video chatting while he watches movies or walk dogs, walk our dogs, both of which which were nice ideas initiated by me. Or just call me and say he misses me. Okay, okay, enough, enough, enough. While we were still in not strange and unprecedented times, I didn't feel this way at all. He would plan date nights and bring me over wine as I was making him dinner. We had a lot of sex where he was very generous and seemed very, very into it. He was the one that initiated the exclusive conversation. I wanted one too, just didn't want to push too soon. He wanted to meet my parents. Yeah, I, I all of this stuff... A lot of you write in about the past and think past performance does not indicate future results. That is, they say that during every commercial about the investment world. That's an investment saying. That's not me. They, they'll tell you, well, this stock portfolio has done 10% every year. And then they have to put in the, small, in, the, in the small lines, past performance does not indicate future results. People get married and divorced after 20 years. You think they you think it was 10 years of the same bullshit that they didn't like? You think they saw on day one, well, this is the oh, they're a real piece of shit. And then they waited 20 years? No, things change. People change. So basically the title, how do I tell them I need to stop? I need him to do some nice stuff for me, even during COVID-19. Like, I want to go blank. What's the point of having a boyfriend if I still feel like I'm barely getting an email attention? Uh, but I feel like that's probably not the best way to approach it. I feel like probably he probably doesn't even know that I'm feeling fr- really frustrated, and I'm not sure how to bring it up without sen- uh, sending a super cryptic, hey, we need to talk text, Start starting to miss the boys uh, who would text me all day. Starting to miss the boys who would text me all day and then never want to actually be in a relationship with me. But I know my boyfriend is the one I want when this is all over. Here's the thing. You, a lot of problems come. First of all, you said it. He, uh, I feel like he probably doesn't even know that I'm really frustrated and I'm not sure how to bring it up. You got to bring it up. But how do you bring it up? I think a lot of times when people are upset, they live in the vague. And the vague doesn't get you anywhere. If you say, well, you're not texting enough, he's going to go, well, I texted. See, you go, you write in your fucking novel, on a good day, we exchange like 10 messages. So now you're keeping score. You say you like doing these things for him and you don't expect anything in return, but you just wrote to me, I want him to do these seven things. Don't be all, don't write to me with exactly what you want and then go, I don't know how to bring it up. I would say to him, hey, I, it bothers me that we've gone a week and you haven't even tried to make a plan with me or tried to do something new with me. I know the times are weird and we're stuck in the house. But I've made a lot of effort, and I'm going to stop right now. And, and, and then it's a conversation of, does he do it or not? Does he make the switch? And if he doesn't, then you got to leave the negotiation table. Then he's not your match. But you're writing to me saying, you know, with a lot of vague, I don't feel this, I don't feel it. No, no, no. You need to write a list. Hey, uh, last week you talked on the phone with me and then didn't answer me when I tried to sext you. I'm going to put in a lot less effort. I need you to give me some effort. I'm looking for plans. I'm looking for dates. And and here's the thing. You think that this will, you know, you're living in a world, and, and I understand, like, you're living in a world where you don't want to rust, you don't want to, like, uh, shake the trade. I get it. But the reality is you guys dated for a month. The first month is going to be a lot of him making plans and trying to fuck you a lot. And then you go into quarantine and he's like, "Ah, I can't fuck her, so what do I got to try to do anything now?" And you need to test, is this someone that was just trying to hook up? And then or is this someone that wants a real relationship? And that's you, the minute you know you're in a real relationship is when two people are negotiating, not one. Hey. It kind of makes me upset. That you haven't planned one day for us to do. And I'm not asking for you to be a fucking cruise director, but I am asking to feel like I'm being pursued. And that's it. Back away. He either does or he doesn't. If he doesn't, then you have to say, I don't want to date someone who doesn't want to take the make the effort for me that I'm trying to make for them. Train podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. My boyfriend's father is driving me crazy hey jared thanks for everything you do Longtime listener supporter featherer hope you come uh plan to come to the netherlands on your future european tour i hope to god my boyfriend and i were planning to move into a new house earlier this year due to various difficulties as well as the virus outbreak the move in date was postponed My boyfriend's father was kind enough to let us stay in his very spacious house rent-free these past few months. This sounded like a dream at the time. Unfortunately, I discovered his father is really, for lack of a better word, a slob. He's dirty. He's also constantly needs attention. He's a sexist and a racist. He expects me to cook and clean for him whenever he wants and criticizes my decisions and interests. I'm a grad student and freelancer. I do all my work from home, which has never been a problem, but his father is almost always around the house and I'm truly reaching a breaking point. I have tried so hard to not at not being disrespectful and sometimes end up feeling sick from keeping all my anger inside. My boyfriend is still going to his job so he doesn't see most of his uh, of this interaction. He insists I relax, just ignore his father. Jared, I'm very grateful his dad has helped us during this time. Our move out date is next week, and I'm just so tired and burnt out. His father is already hinting on coming over several times a week, and I'm dreading it. What do I do? How do I create healthy boundaries? So you are moving out next week. I think the lesson here is there's no such thing as a free lunch. You have to pay. Whatever it is, nothing is as good as it seems. And if someone offers their free house... You kinda have to live with that's the rent is there a pain in the fucking ass and a piece of shit. And I'm with you. Like this sounds like a horrible situation. Um, I think when you start paying for your I think when you start paying for your own place with your boyfriend or wherever you guys are moving, yeah, well, that makes it easier to be like, hey, he's not coming over. I think you also have to let go of the past. I, I understand that like he may have said you he was saying that he wants you to cook and all that. At a certain point you have to go he gave us a place to live it wasn't easy but also not paying for rent makes life easy in other ways okay that was a period of time you have to give him room to come back and but that also includes you don't have to you don't have to feel like he has to he has an open invitation to your apartment. Once you start paying for your apartment, you got the keys. You got the lock. You can lock the door. You can say, hey, Friday night is not good for me, but would love to have you over on Sunday. Then you can start getting ahead of planning for events for when he comes over. But just because he, le- he let you stay at his place, again, that there was rent, and the rent you had to pay is to deal with his fucking piece of shit ass. But now that you're out, That was a nice gesture he did, but you don't have to pay him back for the rest of life. You can go to your new place and be like, hey, now you know the beast you're dealing with. I think you can look at this as a positive. Hey, I want my dad to come over. Well, I got this, this, and this going on, and I know he's going to make me want to do this, this, and that, and cook the food, and I'm going to have to listen to his racist tirade. Uh, You know, I'm going to let – he can come from Sunday from 2 to 4. Now, when you're paying rent, you get a lot of freedom. Because you get to make the rules. You don't have to listen to someone who, who says to you, well, why don't you find a new place and holds that over you? J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Sending a very insulting breakup text. Should I refrain? Hmm. Okay. Let's go. Also, I am sponsored on the J train podcast. These episodes are not sponsored, but I make sure to mention the sponsors because if you, because listen, I want them to keep coming back and you know, right now you want to make sure the sponsors are happy. So, but every sponsor offers something for you, the listener. So I'm going to read these sponsors and I want, if they can help your life, then you use the code and then they help me. So it all again, circle of feathers. Postmates, no contact deliveries are now available. Support your local restaurants and get $100 in free delivery credit when you download the Postmates app and use code JTRAIN when you sign up. That's a hundred bucks. Feel CBD. I love CBD. Make, uh, feels makes me feel a little better. I do like CBD. I'm getting into it. Uh, get 50 50, 5-0, 50% off your first order at feels.com slash JTrain. F-E-A-L-S.com slash JTrain. Best Fiends. I love this game. I'm addicted to this game. Get it today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. That's a great trip from your brain. I'll tell you that. Ritual Vitamins, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Fill in the gaps in your diet. Get 10% off your first three months at ritual.com slash JTrain. So go support the sponsors. Uh, that helps the podcast. A very insulting breakup text, should I refrain? Long time, long email alert. Well, that made it longer. Jared, I'm about to send the most insulting breakup text I've ever written, and I'm wondering if I shouldn't. For context, been casually hooking up with this man every three weeks or so since March 2019. So about a year every three weeks. He used to work in the corporate world, then was laid off and took up odd jobs, including making and selling custom furniture for the past year or so. He lives in a house owned by his parents is a huge Bernie fan and once told me how he was hoping universal healthcare would help people in his situation with outstanding medical bills. Last time we met up, he was wearing a ring that he said he received in exchange for furniture. And after investigation on Instagram, I found out there is no way he was not fucking also fucking the founder of that jewelry company. Truthfully, I felt so pissed He texted me tonight for our routine hangout, and here is what I want to reply. So this is the email she wants to send. I tried to get out of this months ago, but our last hangout, I couldn't help but lose all respect for you. When you told me you exchanged furniture for, our, a, for a ridiculous lug nut to wear on your finger, which you could buy from Home Depot for 50 cents and no one would know the difference, I was so repulsed. You can't pay your medical bills and that's the kind of decision you make. There are millions of unemployed who would jump at the kind of income opportunity right now and then to think that you are banking on a presidential candidate to implement a health care system that would allow you to kick your feet up while taxpayers like me are funding it. You are smart and physically able and it sickens me to see that a capable person would choose to let others pull his goddamn dead weight. This includes what I assume is your rent-free living situation that is a result of the hard work of your family. Good luck to you, buddy, and kindly fuck off and get a grip. Woo! Woo! You go, girl! Ah! side note I tried to end things with him in December and he convinced me otherwise which is something I want to avoid is this message too harsh or am I just selfishly looking to hurt him in the way that I feel hurt even though we owe each other nothing he is a sensitive person please let me know your thoughts thank you for all you do sorry we're also both 29 if that matters I could kind of tell what age you were um I'll say this. You should not send this text. Sending this text is what is the reason this is still going on a year later and you have all this resentment for him. You wrote a lot of things in this email that, you know, could be that could also be. Tweeted out by some person with their own political leanings. So a lot of these things are just resentments you held against him because you feel lied to. You feel that you are being let down by the negotiation of what this relationship should be. You know, I I, I get why you're mad. But I also don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. You're mad because you found out he's fucking someone else, but he still doesn't care enough about you to even care that he's hurting you. And he keeps coming back. But you are a part of this problem as well. And I, and I think that's probably why you're, you want to send the angry text. I mean, his support of a presidential candidate, his background, that all plays into why you're mad that he thinks... He can call you to fuck anytime he wants. But when you send the text like this, that shows how much you care. That shows that he has a hold over you. And his response is going to be, I'm sorry, all lies and I'm sorries and reasons for why he's not a bad person. And, oh, you're right. I shouldn't. And I do. I shouldn't have never been with her. And I do care about you. All it's going to be is lies when all you need to do is get away from this situation. You need to run. I think writing this out might help you, but also throwing it away will help you too. Going away from this relationship that isn't a relationship. And and you wrote something very specific that I need you to take a look in the mirror with. Side note, I tried to end things with him in December and he convinced me otherwise, which is something I want to avoid. This person is not a genius he's not smarter than you you're smart you're an adult you can handle yourself the fact that you give him this much credit that he could pull one over on you and I I don't know what he promised in December but I know that you knew what you wanted and it wasn't to date someone that was fucking someone else and then wearing the ring that that other person gave them while they tried to fuck you so at that point you can kick away from the negotiation table and say hey we're done. And you didn't. And that's okay. You live and learn. But this text is not you living and learning. It's you living and blaming someone else because you kept fucking them. So again, it's time to grow up. This guy sucks. I agree. goo to this dude. And you move on. The next guy you won't let do this to you. The next guy You won't be convinced because you've seen this before. Relationships, no relationship should be regretted. They're all good. They all taught you something. This is as good as any other relationship you were in because it let you know the type of guy that you want, the type of person, the cues that, oh, wow, that happened last time. I'm not going to go down that road. But delete this text. It's not going to help you. If anything, it's going to be the reason you guys are hooking up a year from today. Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com podcast at gmail.com Let's do some rants uh, Let's do the coronavirus rant of the day Right? Why not? Hit the music, Shelby Today's coronavirus rant of the day Is about weather changes You know, I woke up the other day And it was a rainy mess Just fog and clouds and rain coming down. And you know what I said? I'd go, good. Put on my sweats. Cancel that workout. Let's have some gross bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. It's a wash. End the day. We'll... We'll we'll do everything tomorrow. I'll pay bills tomorrow. I'll, I'll 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 put on I'll put on a t-shirt tomorrow. I'll wear a belt tomorrow. Today, thank you God. Thank you rain gods. You have canceled Friday. It's over. Thank you for everything. And you know what? Around 2 p.m. the sun came out. And go fuck yourself weather changes. That's when I was like, oh my God, people were walking around, people were wearing pants. And I'm sitting at home in my sweats, four bagels in to a day I thought was canceled. And all because clouds, you had to just run away. The rain, rain, go away to ruin my sensibility. I decided the day was over. You decided that everything was done. The the, the weather should... At a certain point, we should all know it's over. And the rant the cloud should know that too. That's today's coronavirus rant of the day. You can send your rant to JTrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's do the charcuterie chat. Every day we talk a little bit about charcuterie. I, I love um the the ones I'm getting sent in. Let's do hit the music, Shelby. Today's charcuterie chat is about too much meat on the board. Now, I I understand that when I see a charcuterie board, I want want to see thought put into the proportions. I don't want to just see a mess of cheese. Like, we all love cheese. I get it. Cheese, delicious. Ooh, so good. Makes me shit. I get it. We love cheese. But it all has to relate. That's the beauty of a charcuterie board. You had to make decisions. Meat here and different types of meat. But now there's this brand of board that is just completely meats. And you know what? It's because of their insecurities. It's usually from men who wanna let you know they're a man. They can't look you in the eye and not let you know, no, I got a, I got a strong medium penis, I swear to God. So they have to put, 400 pounds of prosciutto on it to be like yeah cause I like meat and I ain't no vegan it's like doth protest too much Chadwick we know the more meat you have on the board the more I know how self conscious you are you can't put a nice cheese on there you can't put a little little bit of fruit you can't switch it up with some fun crackers that you got from the section of the store that was a little artisanal. You are showing your lack of security. The more meat there is, the more that guy probably drives a fucking uh, Hummer and steps out of it and he's five foot six and he just wants to let you know how much money he has. Just because there's a lot of meat in the board doesn't make you more of a man. It makes you less creative and more self conscious, and we can all see it. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send in your charcuterie chat to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do, uh, we'll do the luxury lounge tomorrow. Let's do some quick hit questions. I love these quick hit questions. Hit the music, Shelby. There's no Jewish men on the apps. What's my next best option for meeting someone? Um, do you have Jewish relatives? Jews love to set, set people up. Go let the, let, let the mishbucha know. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. Get me a Jew. Shady if they haven't connected on IG after multiple uh, FaceTime dates, both in young 20s. I don't know. I think uh, some people hold their their social media profiles back and then let you into that world. I think if you're looking at that, then you might not like the person enough. If you can't, why don't you send a friend request? Why don't you send a follow? Obviously, but I, I don't think like, you know, everyone you went on a few FaceTime dates with that you haven't met yet is hiding things from you. So live in that reality. No one is being completely honest with you. You in the beginning need to realize did I have fun uh, fun enough time on that FaceTime date to do the next FaceTime date? What to do if you strongly dislike your housemates, but you're basically stuck at home? A lot of walks. I would buy some really good headphones, throw those on, listen to some podcasts, take a trip up here, and the rest will follow. Can I window tap someone now who window tapped me a while ago, but I never responded to his tap? Now the window tap is when you go like like 30 of their pictures in a row and you're like, "I'm here, I'm hard, uh, hello." so she's saying that a guy liked a bunch of his picture her pictures in a row. she didn't respond. here's the thing about a window tapper they'll take your tap back anytime they'll be they're always ready to receive because they they know the way they acted then now you're ready. The window tap was created by people. ...who didn't want to get turned down. So you never turned them down. All it was was received. Okay, not right now. Now you're getting to them. They'll be cool with it. If I was a side girl for a while... ...could I become his girlfriend... ...or did he lose respect for me? I I think... ...you are caught up with... ...the past... ...again, past performance... ...does not indicate... ...future results... That's for the person you're dating, and that's also for you. So just because you did doesn't mean you will. You have to make the change, though. You have to give him the new contract that you've r- written up, the new proposal. You worked on the side chick proposal. Okay, you agree to that contract. That's fine. Now you're saying, hey, I'm not going to be answering the side chick calls, but I will do a date. And he'll say yes or no. You're taking it, you're making it a personal thing, which it's not. He doesn't think of respecting you or not. He thinks of, do I want to make you uh, a responsibility of mine or not? More than before. And he will say yes or no. But I I don't think, if you want to date this person, hey, that was fun. I wouldn't hold it personally against him for agreeing to the contract that you guys both lived in. Hey, that was a lot of fun. I'm looking for something different. I'd love to explore it with you. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine, but I'm not going to be hanging out with you late night as your side chick. How to deal with long distance planning, over planning, awkward amount of planning, plan your calls, plan your dates, plan your that, plan, plan your next meeting. Even if, even if the virus is in the way of that, plan the meeting. You can cancel it, but at least have something to look forward to. BF of eight months doesn't say I love you often enough says he's not used to it. Why don't you say you love him? If you love him, own your I love you's and then assess if you feel loved back. Feeling loved is as good as someone saying they love you. So you give out as many I love you's. Don't keep I love you score. My coworker flirts with me every day. I think I'm leading him on because I'm too nice. What do I do? I would, uh, this is a really tough position and it's, it looks like it's a woman writing in Um I I, I can't say I understand this position and the advice I give uh, lives in the way I would act, but I know how the, the social parameters of being a woman are way different and you might not feel comfortable, but I would let them know, hey, this is not how I interact with people at work. I I, I, I understand I like you as a person, but I'm not looking to get romantic. So it feels like this is flirty. Maybe I've misread that, but I just want to let you know I'm not looking to make this more than just a friendship or a work friendship. And the problem with that is he could come back and be like, what are you talking about? But the minute you say that, now you start on like a new time, a new, uh, you know, now you've gotten off the highway of vague and at least you have let him know that you're off that highway. And he can never come back at you and go, Well, you were being so nice. No, no, no. Remember when I said before that this is a friendship? That's how This is how I interact with friends. And if you've taken that to another level, then you didn't listen to me before. What is the minimum number of bed sheets a man should have? I am a, I mean, I live with my girlfriend now, so I have added a sheet. Thanks to her love of an extra sheet. But I was always bottom sheet, comforter, done. How to not overthink seeing X on Tinder. How old or current is it? I I, I think if you see an X on Tinder, the reason it feels bad is because you go back to the relationship. But the relationship is over. They're, they've moved on. And, I, and listen, you've moved on, but obviously this person seeing them made you feel a certain way. You need to understand that looking back ain't gonna let you move forward. So oh how long have they been on? It doesn't matter. It what does that help you? No. You had a relationship, it was good, it ended. You're a better person for it. New quarantine listener. Who is Shelby? <laughs> we got to get Shelby on here. Shelby, say hello. He's our producer. The the vo- you know, the the voice of a generation. Hello, Shelby. Say hi to our listener. Hello. Guy was so eager saying nice things until we hooked up and he stops. Wasn't it all an act? I think the sad realization that you should all, the ladies should know is everything they're doing is to try and fuck you. Yes, and and yes, they're trying to get to know you too, but also to fuck you. If you live in that world, you might, you know, be able to navigate this a little bit better. I... And I'm not to say that, like, everyone, guys could be trying to fuck you and get to know you. But fucking you really has nothing to do with, you know, the sad reality is that, like, when a a woman's like, oh, I can't, when when I hear women are like, oh, I can't get off in this situation or in that situation, it's a very different thing for a man. I'm like, I could bust one off in the fucking middle of an alleyway while my mom's giving me a massage. And it's like, that's kind of the difference. Like this guy may have said a lot of things that, you know, to have sex because getting to know you is, is side by side with trying to fuck you, but not intertwined. And I know that sounds gross. I get it. When do you think you're going to fly again? The minute I am booked for a show and we're allowed to do it, I'll be on that Delta flight. Ooh, I miss you, Delta. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you, Biscoff. That's our podcast. Back next episode. Boom.